kiddlings. Welcome to the Friday Thorn Panel. This is your favourite time of the week. This is where the great Dan Malecki and myself find you all the winners required. Dan's not there yet. But he, he he's not there yet, but he will be there. Dan never misses. He, would, he wouldn't dream of missing the Friday Thorn Panel. Nine races to get to. This has been... A very consistent theme in recent weeks, Victorian Harness headquarters, and I don't mind it one little bit. Nine events, early starts, uh, long may it continue. It won't continue forever, but long may it continue for now because early start, early finish, it's good for everybody. We know our participants work incredibly hard and uh, getting them to the track and then getting them home at some slightly non-ridiculous hour is generally a good idea, and I think even for, uh, even for us media folk, it's nice to get out to Melton and be able to get home at some non-ridiculous hour, particularly as I have to prepare for Soul Sundays and go for three wins in a row on the dogs. Took care of Corey Smith from the Meadows and the Lids Fly on Tuesday. And then last night, in a war of attrition, last race win over Mitchell Bay, even though he did get me the basketball quite comfortably. Um, I fought like a caged lion. I really did, but uh, just didn't have the polish, unfortunately, after not shooting a basketball for about 15 years. Dan Malecki is now on the line. How are you, my friend? Yeah, hi, Jason. Yeah, I'm well. Sorry, I just had some trouble uh, dialing in on the, the app I usually use. But otherwise, all good. It hasn't uh, dented any confidence I might have in trying to get a winner. I'm not that way inclined. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have thought so. I would have definitely hope not, Dad. Um, it's an interesting... Uh, they always are, aren't they? But it's an interesting cohort of events at Melton tomorrow night where when I first looked at the form, I thought we had maybe four or five near good things and then you sort of excavate and... Um, a couple of them might not be quite as gilt-edged as I, as I thought they were. Have you found value or have you found a few that you, you're pretty certain will get the job done? Look, I, I've been searching for value. I, I've gone over it a few times, even trying to find something I think is a really good each-way bet. And it's one of those nights where um, a lot of races, they stood out. We know there's quite a few shorties and uh, I really haven't come up with anything that's going to surprise you too much. Well, I wouldn't have thought so. I, I haven't seen all the prices yet. I'd like to surprise myself on Friday morning when you and I get to chat, Dan, but I am looking at race one, and it it does look about right to my market, I think. Um, Magnetic Terror, $2.25. He broke my heart like Fredo, first up from a break, and a few people's hearts. I thought he was uh, I thought he was immoral, and you know what? I'm going back into the Lions' den. I think you'll be winning. I think everyone knows I love Beach Memories, but... I'm not sure there's enough of a talent differential between them that one of them can draw five and the other one outside the second row and Beach Memories can beat Magnetic Terror. And then you're looking for some value in this race. I thought the only... Well, Sweet Passion and Irvine are both double figures, 14 and 10. And I'm Shadow Boxer seems to be ticking along well again. And you just wonder... I don't know that Bet on the Tigers necessarily either got the pace or the intent to want to hold the front, but maybe it does. And if it did and it didn't didn't collapse or get crushed, then maybe I'm Shadow Boxer at $6 a drum is is worth a little something, something. So, um, but I'm I'm guessing that you are seeing this similarly to me that it is primarily a race in two. I, I think it's a race in one potentially. So 225, even though it's not massive overs, is good enough for me about Magnetic Terror. Give us your thoughts, please. Look, similar to you, um, I've narrowed it down to two primary chances with a slight edge to Magnetic Terror. Uh, and the difference being that I think you can trust Magnetic Terror um, more than you can Beach Memories. She was terrific last start, but you always have your heart in your mouth, don't you, when she's scoring up and you know, what sort of uh, 
handicap she gives to her rivals uh, in the score up. So with that in mind, um, Magnetic Terra's uh, probably less of a headache um, and probably as good as a, a chance because even if Beats Memories does everything right, and she did last start, let's face it, she's a very good horse. But um, she's still going to have to do it the tough way. So Magnetic Terror with a slight edge there, tough enough to sit forward, maybe even press on uh, to lead. Uh, so there may well be that slight advantage. That was the difference between those two, albeit not a lot in ability. Um, I think Sweet Passion, even though for a little while there I thought he wasn't going as well as he can, he's still performing well. Maybe the race shape could suit him. It could be an awkward draw and may not, but also it might be able to slot in somewhere um, and get that decent run because he still has been very consistent. Uh, and then the LB2 change is the interesting runner because he he was maybe slightly out of his comfort zone. I, I'm not sure your thoughts on his run last week. I thought it was solid. Um, it was the race shape that might have been against. So he might be the one at odds. But is he going as well uh, as he can? Um, I've still got him in the mix. But they're the four I worked around. Uh, I know you made a case perhaps at odds to run a place on Shadow Boxer. And perhaps you could for our Uncle Jim as well. But And even Irvine. But where's Irvine going to get to here? No gate speed. Almost certainly ends up at the back of the field. Would need a three-wide card home. And it could be a chance of running into the top four. But I've settled on five, 11, six, and nine. Yeah, well, I've got five, 11, nine, and seven. Uh, so I've thrown in LB2 Jones for third. And Sweet Passion, uh, sorry, Irvine just added Sweet Passion. And I've also got I'm Shadow Boxer in the mix. And once again, now we had a lot of fun with this last week. Once again, we will be having our suggestions on. First fours because those jackpots continue on the first fours at Melton tomorrow night. And I'm guessing for you and I there, Dan, without without formulating the entire first four, I think five and eleven into five, six, seven, nine and eleven. And then do what you want for third and fourth sounds about right. Yeah, I think I think I think you're right. I actually sent um, my suggestions to, to Tim O'Connor. I, I think I forgot to do it last week. It just got busy afterwards, so I sent them all last night. But I, I'm definitely along those lines. I thought uh, two primary winning chances uh, and then the uh, the secondary winning chances, if that makes some sort of sense, would be Sweet Passion and the LB2 change. And the good news here for those playing first fours, just to somebody that doesn't mind a, an exotic, um, is that... There are more, there's more than one way to skid a cat here. So the good news in this race, I reckon, Dan, if you're playing those first fours is, you know, maybe you'd want to play five and 11 to beat five and 11 or five and 11 have got to run first and third. But you know, I think that Beach Memories gives you an opportunity here, doesn't she? Even though she, she is starting to do things right, that if for whatever reason she decides to go back to her old ways and she does something very wrong at the start and then misses top three or even top four and Magnetic Terror wins, there is a way out of this. So that that's the kind of, I think, creative thinking you've got to have sometimes with first fours. And the jackpot component purely means you're getting some free money on top and you know the pools are going to be decent. So that's the reason why we play into them. But this is the kind of race where you'd look at it and go, yeah, there's, an, there's enough of a chance that Beach Memories might do something wrong that if I can get her out of the top three or even the top four we might get something out of this so long as Magnetic Terror wins. Yeah, look, you're right. And 
the only other thing is you can't really afford to to be ready to press send um, on uh, your application, um, depending on what stage the score up is on. Remembering it is a little bit of a delay when you're watching it on yes. um, a certain forum, so um, you're dicing a little bit with uh, missing out completely there because she'll often be well behind in the score up and she'll sprint. <coughs> excuse me, she'll sprint for a furlong to find her spot and. She can often do that, but sometimes she can be behind at the start. And you can also be misled as well by attempting to take her on if you do leave it late. And then all of a sudden she scores up, continues on with her run, and she's in front after 400 metres. I've seen her do that before. That was a nice memory from last uh, Time for a break on the Friday form panel when we return. Eight races still to go. The next event on the card is a tricky one, and I haven't looked at the market yet either. So I'm interested in both looking at that market and finding out what D Mills has got to say. Back in a moment.